0: Welcome, friends. You are listening to The thrive AP Show with Dr. Troy Roddy. Today, we're going to talk about honoring the humanity of children in school. So we're going to talk about honoring the humanity of children in school in this episode. If you're a teacher or a parent, uh, maybe the following scenario might be familiar to you. You're trying to teach a class or help your child learn something at home. And what's getting in the way seems to be a high degree of silliness or frustration or maybe even a little bit of laziness. These are very common problems and roadblocks that children have to learning. But if we honor their basic humanity, we have a better chance of building that connection that they need and helping them move forward in the lesson and in the learning. So, in this episode today, I'm going to take a look at those three things. We're going to look at silliness, we're going to look at frustration, and we're going to take a look at laziness and try to put it into a little bit of perspective that allows us to move forward uh, in an effort to move children into a space where they can learn best and at the same time uh, honor them. For their basic humanity and and their inherent and give them the inherent dignity that they deserve as human beings now it is not easy and maybe some of the things you're going to hear today you may not agree with hundred percent but i think if you pause and give it some reflection and give it a chance i think some of these things might make sense and actually help you out so again today's episode is about honoring the humanity of children in school quite frankly, honoring their humanity at home anytime or any place that they're trying to do learning. Specifically, we're going to address the issues of children being silly and the silliness getting in the way, uh, frustration, frustrated children, and what may appear to be laziness. A child is just kind of sitting there not doing anything. So we're going to talk about those three roadblocks and what you can do to address it by honoring the basic humanity of children. You're listening to The Thrive A Peace Show with Dr. Troy Roddy, and I will be back in just a moment. So, here's a scenario for you. Uh, You're teaching a class, or you're helping your child at home, and all they seem to want to do is get silly. They want to play around. They want to make faces or noises and giggle and looking for attention from others. Essentially... They're throwing a party for themselves and anyone around them someplace either in the back of your classroom or at the dinner table. Now, as a teacher myself, I know how frustrating this can be. You've put in a lot of time and effort into planning your lesson. You have an agenda you need to get through. And quite frankly, most of the students in your class might be right on the same page with you. They are moving forward. They're interested in the assignment and their work and in the lesson. But you have this silliness going on in the back of the room. So let's talk about silliness. And when we talk about silliness, uh, I want to start with sort of a universal uh, truth or a universal belief. And I share this same thing with students. And that is that at our core as human beings, we are driven by one of two different forces, either the force to uh, or the drive to, uh, I would say, be as happy as possible, or minimize as the sadness as much as possible. So we want to get as much pleasure as possible and minimize as much pain as possible. And I think at its core, human behavior falls into one of those two areas. What we do and what we say is most often, if you drill down into it, it's you, you're going to find that you find in one of these spots. You're either going to be doing something because it makes you happier or you're doing something because you are trying to avoid some pain, right? You're either promotion mindset where you're trying to gain something or you are preventive thinking where you're trying to avoid something. And a child being silly in class is being driven by those same exact motivators. So honoring the humanity of children when they're being silly often means – recognizing that, that what they're doing, they're either trying to absorb some extra happiness into their life right now, they need that, and they're driven by it, or they're using silliness to avoid some pain. So what would that mean? Well, let's look at the the second one, the avoiding of pain. Um, If your child or if your student has struggled in your class, the very idea of going in there and struggling some more is painful. And so for some students, the way they might be dealing with that struggle is to create this false sense of happiness, this false sense of joy through being silly and being and playful and cracking jokes in class, right? Um, because it makes them feel good. So when you're being silly and other people are joining in and they're laughing and they're with you, there is this... It makes us feel good to make people feel good. So if you have a student who's being silly in class, maybe what's happening, the humanity piece, the connecting with them on a, on a level of humanity might be, is this a child that normally struggles in here? Might they be doing this as a way of minimizing the pain of being in this room? They want this this joy that they're creating around themselves to exist to avoid the pain of being in here. On the other hand, Um, they may have just come out of a class where they were excited to be there, they were doing a great job, kids were laughing, they seemed to be connecting with some friends, and they want to maintain that connection that they had before coming in the room. And so now they enter the room, and they're just extending the pleasure, the happiness, the joy of that connection they've already had, they want to extend it into your classroom. And so, it's not to say that you let it go but certainly as you address it with the child if you address it from a position of i understand that being silly is part of being human and the object is to have not to avoid silliness but to time it just right or to validate your feelings and so maybe going to the student privately saying hey um i'm glad you seem to be enjoying yourself today Let's talk about what we're talking about in here, and then we can have some time for some silliness later. But how do we honor a child who's being silly? How do we honor the silly child, the uh, disruptive, happy child, uh, or I shouldn't even say that because ha- we all want happy children, but the joker in class? How do we honor their basic humanity when we got to get our, our lesson in? Well, put people first. And don't assume that the child is just pathologically trying to disrupt your class because they get joy from disrupting your class. Chances are the disruption of class is not the motivator, right? They're probably using their silliness to either mask their pain or maximize the joy they felt before they walked in there. So engage with that student and try to connect with them on a silly level and build that connection outward from that point. That might help a little bit. So that's silliness. And there are two other roadblocks we're going to talk about in this episode, uh, frustration and laziness, that are different student behaviors, but we can still come at them from the same angle, and we're going to use that same angle to describe those scenarios here in just a moment. You're listening to The Thrive A Peace Show, where we are talking about honoring the humanity of children in school. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, and we will be back in just a moment. Welcome back. We're talking about honoring the humanity of children in school. I'm Dr. Troy Roddy. So here's another situation. You start your class by handing out the quizzes that you gave the day before, or the tests maybe that you gave a couple of days before. And as you pass them out, one particular student didn't do really well, they get their test back, they see their feedback, their grade, and immediately they get frustrated. They may have really put in a lot of time and really struggled on that test, and it's quite frustrating for them. They're gonna be in there for another 40 or 35 minutes, and that frustration's not gonna go away. So anything that you were hoping to have that child learn might not take. Frustration is a powerful emotion. It's a very negative feeling. None of us like being frustrated. So how do you deal with it? How do you honor the basic humanity of the child who's frustrated in your class in a way that helps them move a little bit further down the path of learning? Well, let's go back to our previous segment we talked about what motivates people. Well, Is this child's frustration helping them minimize their pain or is it maximizing their pleasure? Frustration is kind of venting. It's kind of allowing some pressure out. You know, it's that negative feeling and expressing frustration and being angry is a way of responding to that. We've all been there. Frustration is normal. Anger is normal. It is human. The object again in this situation with the child isn't to try to stamp out the frustration, but rather connect with the child on a very basic emotional level and help them put the frustration into perspective. So, how do we do that? Well, one thing you might want to try doing, depending on the age of the child, is explaining that frustration is normal and it could actually be a very good sign. Now, again, Why you're frustrated might not be a good thing, but the actual frustration itself could be a positive. And it's a positive because it's a sign that the child cares. If the child got back a piece of work that was not well done and had really bad feedback and a bad grade on it, and there was no response, or better yet, a happy response, well, I would worry about that that might be a sign that the child has given up and it's become sort of a contest to see how poorly i can do but a child who gets some work back that they're not happy about and they're displaying some frustration well there's actually a step in there that you can take to move them further down the path recognize it say this obviously meant a lot to you let's go over this together you can do this i know you're capable of better Let me work with you to help you figure out how we can move a little bit further down the road here. Now, it doesn't mean that the frustration is immediately going to go away and the child's all of a sudden going to be happy, but at least giving them the sense that it's not the end of the world. It's okay. You can do this. I'm with you. Can really help the child in that moment. And so how do we honor the humanity of frustration? One, it's normal. Two, it's not something we're trying to get rid of. Three, it can be a really positive sign that the child cares and that gives you a platform to engage in further learning. So frustration for me, you know, no one likes being frustrated, but when I see it, I see it as an opportunity as opposed to a roadblock to class. You're listening to The Thrive A Peace Show where in today's episode we're talking about how to honor Children's Humanity in School. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Welcome back. Now, here's something I'm sure no teacher has ever seen before. I'm just kidding. You walk into class. You announce this wonderful activity you're going to do today. You start the activity. You look around, and there's the child who is just not engaged. They don't want to do it. They're sitting at their desk with their head down. They didn't even take out the materials they need. This is the child that we sometimes call the lazy one. I'm not a big fan of the term lazy, but quite frankly, sometimes people are tired. Sometimes the motivation just isn't there. Sometimes we've had a bad day. It's hard to get motivated to move forward, and that comes off as lazy. Now, what do we do? How do we address this roadblock? How do we do it in a way that honors the humanity of children? Well, we've already learned some of it in our other two sections, uh, segments of this episode. It's normal. We've all had those days. We've all woken up on a weekend and just decided to stay in our pajamas and hang out on the couch and watch TV. We've all had it. It's not uncommon for human beings to just be in a funk They need to take a break. They need to just cool off for a moment. So what do you do in class? I've only got you for a few minutes and how do we move past the laziness or the the lack of engagement? Well, again, are we being motivated to maximize our pleasure or minimize our pain? Oftentimes, I think the lazy student, in quotes, is the one that is avoiding some pain. If I don't do the work, this person may be thinking, then I can't be disappointed in how I do it. Maybe it's a type of assignment they've been told in the past they're not good at. For example, draw a picture of what your family did this weekend. Well, for some kids, that's a delightful assignment. I want to do that. For some kids, maybe kids who in the past have been told that their art really isn't very good, or they've gotten negative feedback on it, the idea of sitting down and drawing a picture is one of the worst things you can ask them to do. So what do you do? Well, you gotta engage. You gotta walk up to the child and validate their feeling. Maybe something like, I notice that you're having trouble getting started today. What's going on? Is there something I can do to help? And let the child answer the question. An open-ended question is much better than saying something like, do you know what you're supposed to do? And they'll probably answer, no. And then I'll just frustrate you some more, especially if you've already given the instructions two or three times. Now the teacher may be thinking, how does this child not know what to do? I've said it three times. You've lost the plot. What's going on? You don't seem like yourself today. You seem unmotivated would you like some water do you need to take some a walk do you need some fresh air maybe there's something about this assignment that you find difficult can I help you with it let's you know any of those things are much better than just assuming the child is lazy and ignoring them engage with the child Recognize that sometimes people just can't get themselves motivated to take that first step. Maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe it's, don't worry about the entire assignment. Let's just sit down. I'll be with you. I'll sit next to you. Let's do the first part together. And then I'll come back and see how things are going. Getting the child moving in the right direction, taking that first step, sometimes builds some momentum and builds some motivation for them to continue. It's kind of like when you look at your list of chores on the weekend you're like oh my goodness how am i gonna get all these things done well as an adult it might be a little bit easier to say well let me get started on the first thing and then the second thing and then the third thing and then sooner you know you turn around and next thing you know you've been working for an hour and the chores are almost finished so the lazy student is often not really a lazy student often there's something going on. Maybe they didn't get a lot of sleep. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe the assignment brings pain. Maybe they're just internalizing that frustration by just deconnecting or disconnecting, I should say, from, from the class and the assignment. So how do we honor their humanity? Connect. Tell them, I know that there are times where we don't want to get our work done. Sometimes we need to take a break. It's okay to take a little break. But in a moment, why don't we give it a shot? Let's do the first part together. Lazy students, eh, I don't see many of them. But I do see a lot of students that are tired and a lot of students who are confused and a lot of students who are being asked to do things that they've been kind of led to believe they're not really good at and they want to detach from it. Connect with them. Honor their humanity. Don't make assumptions. Ask one more question. You'll be amazed what you find out and what information you can use to help them move one more step down the path of learning. You're listening to The Thrival Show with Dr. Troy Roddy. Today we have been talking about honoring the humanity of children in school. We'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment. Welcome back, friends. Uh, We are wrapping up episode 12, I believe, of the Thrive of Peace show, and today we've been talking about, or I've been talking about, how to honor the humanity of children in school, and we've done that by examining three fairly common scenarios that get in the way of learning uh, silliness, frustration, and laziness, and if I was going to wrap it all up into a nice, neat neat, uh, package for you, I would say that it starts, the honoring of the humanity of children in these scenarios starts with the recognition that most of the time we are motivated to do the things we do by either seeking more pleasure or avoiding more pain. And that underlying sort of motivation, if we can dig into that part, we can get some insight as to why the child is behaving the way that they are. The other thing we talked about is just connecting with them on an emotional and human level by normalizing the behavior. People are silly from time to time, right? People get frustrated. People get lazy. They get tired. It is a human condition. It is not you know, unique to children. It is not unique to bad students. All of us get that way. And so recognizing that, And finding that as a place of common ground and connection as opposed to a place of uh, conflict with the learner gives you a, a platform to engage so that you can connect first and then redirect the child back into the learning. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope this was helpful for you. I want to, again, remind all of you to please check out the blog, thriveapyblog.blogspot.com. We have a fairly active Facebook page out there, facebook.com slash thriveapy, T-H-R-I-V-A-P-Y. If you have a comment or a question or a suggestion for a future episode, please shoot me an email. My email address is troy.roddy.phd at And of course, if you're listening to this show and you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show. It is available on iTunes and through Google Podcasts um, and I believe in uh, another what is that other one? Uh, 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 it's a good question, Troy. What is it? Um, Pocket Cast. That's it. <laughs> Pocket Casts. Um, so we're available on iTunes and Google Play, and Pocket Cast. So check us out there. If you haven't subscribed yet, please, please, please subscribe. Um, if you like what you're hearing, uh, give us a rating and a review. Those rating reviews on on uh, on iTunes go a long way to help the show get found by other people and it helps us share our wisdom with them so I would appreciate that so that's going to be it for this episode thank you very much for joining me again this has been Dr. Troy Roddy talking to you about honoring the basic humanity in children in school I hope you join me again for our next episode and until then Get out there and create more knowledge and bring more joy into the world.